Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Tuesday, December 26th. It is five minutes after 10. This is the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIBC. My name is Casey Daniels. Rob Kendall has the day off. And the dude, Jim Roberts, here in the studio with me. Good morning, Jim. Thanks for coming in. Good morning, Casey. Thanks for having me this morning. Appreciate it. Uh, So the White House deeply frustrated over the media's coverage of the polls. They paint the Biden administration eh, somewhat in a negative light uh, because, well, they're tanking in all of the polls. And uh, Joe Biden would like them to uh, focus on Bidenomics instead. I don't know why he wants to do that because Bidenomics tanking as well. Uh, But recent polling showing that uh, Donald Trump currently with the lead pretty much in every poll. However, Nikki Haley is, uh, is, you know, she's she's not doing so bad in some states like New Hampshire. <laughs> Quite an endorsement. Eh, she's she's not awful. She's not completely well, I mean, a disaster. You know, well, you know, she's she's still what thirteen points behind Donald Trump in New Hampshire. Um, that's I think the smallest margin we've seen. Oh no! Certainly compared to where she was. Yeah. Absolutely. Nikki Haley has been. Um, has benefited the most from the debates of any single candidate in the Republican primary by a long shot because everybody else is pretty much at the same spot they were at or a little bit below. Vivek is up a little bit, but Nikki Haley has done very, very well the last several months. I mean, Nikki Haley, she's in double digits, right? Vivek is still in single digits. And uh, Ron DeSantis has gone nowhere but down recently. But there was this this one poll that I wanted to point out. It says that uh, based on all all of the polls of all of the 508 polls which that's the shocking number in the headline that there are 508 polls that yeah. exist uh donald trump has a 1.9% lead oh and, and is this if, uh, this is is this this is versus Biden. It's got to yeah. be obviously versus Biden. Yep. Okay. So Donald Trump is sitting at uh, 45.3% and Joe Biden is sitting at 43.4%. And this is from today. So if you if you gather all the polls collectively, add them up, and then do the math, you still have Donald Trump in the lead. Yeah, we started off the break talking about how Biden is upset at the media. It, I mean, the media has been in the bag for Joe Biden right. for over five years now. How, how bad does Biden have to be doing that the media is finally starting to tell the truth a little bit at this, to the point where Biden's like, hey, hey, wait a minute here. You guys are supposed to be on my team, right. and now you're starting to tell the truth. What's going on? Yeah, I don't like that yeah, very much. Hey. Uh, so, well, it's to the point where not even his friends in the mainstream media can ignore they it. They can't anymore. ignore it anymore. Yeah. I mean, because then they lose all credibility completely as well. Okay, so over the weekend, this was a discussion that happened on Face the Nation. They were discussing their favorite feel-good stories of 2023. And, uh, well, Jan was claiming that it was... The University of Alabama's uh, Nick Saban's story this year. And what was his story? That the dynasty's over, but then all of a sudden he's back in a national championship game? Yeah, it's interesting. So it's a feel-good story, and her feel-good story is Alabama isn't as dominant in college football as they once used to be. All right, well, let's take a listen. 
You know, I always, I mean, I'm just such a sucker for stories when somebody kind of, you know, they, they stand up to the haters and they overcome the doubters. And so my feel good story is how Nick Saban did the greatest coaching job in the history of college football. <laughs> really Alabama lost the second game of the season. The dynasty was dead. Saban was done. And now Alabama, my Crimson Tide is back potentially playing for a national championship, going to the college football playoff, it would be Nick Saban's seventh national championship with the great University of Alabama. Roll Tide. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she threw in the Roll Tide there at the end, yeah. Um, okay, so Nick Saban got a little bit of help from the college football playoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's still plenty of people that think Florida State should have been right. in there um, and and warned. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, college football, it, look, I'm a massive college football fan. It is my favorite sport far and away over every other sport out there. And I followed Nick Saban for a long time. We used to live in East Lansing, you know, many, many years ago. When Nick 20, Saban 20, was the coach yeah, of Michigan yeah, State. Yeah, I'll, Wow, 30 years ago. Uh Jeez, I had to do the math there for a little quick, and the realization of it hit me. Yeah, 30 years ago, when we (laughs) lived in East Lansing, Nick Saban was the coach of Michigan State, and uh, and then he goes on to LSU and wins a national championship there and and spent a short period of time in the NFL with the Dolphins before, you know, now winning all these championships at at Alabama. And and look, you know, Alabama got into the playoffs because of their history and track record and the fact that they're Alabama. Um, And that's why Florida State, despite being undefeated, got shut out of there. And and, and it's going to be really interesting. I mean, I love this time of year. It's bowl season. Uh-huh. We're getting ready for all the college football bowls, and uh, and Alabama has a shot to do it again because everybody wrote them off. Even before the season started, people said, this is, you know, the recruiting is down. This is not your typical Nick Saban Alabama team. They're going to be good, but they're not going to be the Alabama that we've seen before. And then they go and lose early on in the season. Everybody writes them off. And now here they are in in the college football playoffs, and 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 most people dislike Alabama just because they've won so much, and they're going to be taking on Michigan uh-huh. and Jim Harbaugh, and most people <laughs> hate Jim Harbaugh and the University of Michigan for many many reasons. Yeah. Um. So I, I think there's a lot of people that are going to be watching that Michigan and Alabama game, wishing wishing that both teams could lose. Right. If they could uh, both if lose. They, if only they could both that would lose, it would be it would be our best Christmas present. But right. I, I'm I, I couldn't be more excited about the uh, the end of this college football season and the upcoming bowl games. Uh, I think that will definitely be an interesting game, and I bet a lot of money will be spent on betting on that game. Some of it, even uh, inside our own household. (laughs) Are you going to root for Michigan? You know what? When it comes to my sports betting, I am I'm proud to say that I am able to put all my personal biases and fandom aside uh-huh, uh-huh. and be able to Answer just the question. analyze it. Yes, I'm going to be betting on Michigan. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so that means I'll be rooting for Michigan. That means I'll be rooting for Jim Harbaugh. Divided against, house. Divided house. Against my better judgment, yeah. against my allegiance to Notre Dame and the Fighting Irish, uh-huh. I will be rooting for Michigan because that's who my money's going to be on is Michigan. Okay, well, you can watch the game upstairs. I will watch it downstairs, okay? Uh, Roll Tide. Um, Also on the same program on Face the Nation, they were uh, making their predictions, and uh, this person uh, predicting that Donald Trump will pick a female running mate. 
Well, if former President Trump ends up being the Republican nominee, I predict that he will pick a female running mate. And there are a number of females that are being talked about, female lawmakers, whether that's Elise Stefanik, who was just recently in Florida, I might add, for a fundraiser and who got a lot of attention, of course, towards the end of the year with those hearings on college uh, anti-Semitism. And so I think she's certainly a one to watch. She's been a strong backer of the former president. But you also have a number of other lawmakers whether that's uh, Nancy Mace, for instance. You have Governor uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, these are names that Steve Bannon recently threw out uh, in a recent interview suggesting that the former president may select a female running mate. And I'm not just putting it out there because he is. But, you know, I think considering that Biden also will be running with uh, Vice President Harris, it it makes sense, Christy potentially. Nome, possibly. Christy Nome, another one, governor of South Dakota. So there are a lot of options, remains to be seen, but I think they're potentially will be a woman on the ticket. Yeah, it's interesting that they uh, mentioned Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I believe it was uh, Ethan Hatcher last week who mentioned Sarah Huckabee Sanders as well. And uh, while I think, yeah, her and Donald Trump have a good working relationship, they've proven that in the past, I, I she's too new in the governor position. She's not going to give that up. Very underqualified, I would say. She's fine, like she, like you said. I mean, she was a press secretary. Right. She's the governor of Arkansas now. She's only been in that position for a very short period of time. I think moving all the way up to VP slot for Trump is 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 really aggressive. And bringing on somebody from Arkansas doesn't do anything for you. I mean, traditionally, you bring on a VP from a state that you need to win uh-huh. um, and that you need help with. Obviously, Arkansas is a very red state, and so I don't know that there, there's, there's a whole lot about you know Sarah Huckabee Sanders that makes sense as Trump's running mate. I don't know why you would want to make a prediction about what Trump might or might do because everybody seems to be wrong. It's so difficult to predict what he does. We did this four years ago, if you remember. Uh-huh. Trump had said all those nasty things about Megyn Kelly and 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 about Rosie O'Donnell and his polling numbers with women were terrible. And all the pundits went out there and said, "Well, this be, he's got to pick a he's got to pick a female as his VP running mate to help uh, shore up those female voters." And 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 you know, obviously he didn't. He went with Mike Pence. So to sit here again and say, um, you know. Trump's going to pick another VP, uh, a female as, as his VP running mate. It, it it just seems like throwing darts against a against a dartboard at this point. We have no idea what Trump Trump doesn't know what Trump's going to do yet. So it's <laughs> difficult for pundits to have any sort of accuracy in predicting who he might choose as his running mate. Yeah, and now there's uh, rumors are swirling around that maybe he will have that conversation with Nikki Haley to get her out of the race and on his side. But who knows? And who knows? But if I'm Nikki Haley, I'm doing so great right now that mm-hmm. if I can show up well in New Hampshire and in Iowa, I may think I have a chance of being able to actually take Trump out and take the nomination. So I think it's way, way too early for somebody like Nikki Haley to already throw in the towel and, and accept a VP slot. Um, because you know what? If she really wants to be vice president, that offer is probably going to be there in four or six months down the road. Too. Right. She's got time. She's got to time. Wait. She doesn't have to do that. She's still got it in her mind. She still has a shot at taking out Trump and taking the whole nomination for herself. It is 16 minutes after 10. It's the Kendall and Casey show on 93 WIBC. And here's Todd Young, Senator Todd Young. And he has a message for you. I want to wish you and your loved ones a very Merry Christmas. This is the most wonderful time of year as we celebrate special traditions and gather with family and friends. It's also an opportunity to reflect on the blessings we enjoy and the sacrifices made for us. I wanna say a special thanks to our men and women in the armed services, especially those deployed away from their families this Christmas. Because of your service, we can live and worship freely. Thank you. 
Hoosiers, I wish you peace, happiness, and good cheer throughout this holiday season. Merry Christmas. Uh, one thing I, I want to point out, so he obviously posted this uh, greeting on X, and uh, he's standing there with a, a candy cane striped tie and it looks like the capitol building is behind him and in the comment section somebody said duke of Spendingburg." oh you're kidding <laughs> was that on todd young's official twitter yep. account yep. oh i'm gonna have to dig that up and there find that. Go. i'm gonna need a screenshot of that what he should have said would have been as simple hey i'm todd young hope you like massive deficits and crazy spending <laughs> merry christmas at least that would have been honest huh it's 17 after 10 it's the kendall and casey show on 93 wi BC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good morning. It is 20 minutes after 10. You're listening to the Kendall and Casey show on 93 WIBC. Rob Kendall with the day off and Jim Roberts, the dude, is in the studio. And I don't know if they were trying to make up for that disastrous Christmas video they had in the White House, that that very colorful nutcracker that many people were highly offended by. But the the Bidens did it again. Uh, This time they had their dramatic reading of Twas the Night night before Christmas. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mom in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. And cocaine. They had cocaine. <laughs> they left that part out. They had cocaine in the White House. Jill Biden is reading like never before. What's so weird about this is they, they you know, I, I don't know that anybody views them as these grandparent-like type figure. They Because he obviously gives off the creepy uncle at the holidays sort well, of that's, vibe. I mean, that's the persona they're trying to project is, you know, Grandpa Joe. But nobody's buying it. Right. It is It is much more of like the creepy uncle vibe trying to, hey, come here and give me a hug. Oh, creepy uncle, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, 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 all of this just screams, you know, you're, you're, you're trying too hard. Trying too hard. Trying like, too hard. Like they're trying to make up for that uh, horrific Christmas video that they put out there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and who told them to read it, you know? I mean, I get it that it's a message from them, but it's not. None of these have they didn't gone. Write that. None of these have gone well. How many times are they going to do a holiday event or holiday message that goes disastrously? We know what happened at the Easter event they did, mm-hmm. where we had you know the, uh, the 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 trans woman that flashed her breasts on the lawn of the White House. Uh-huh. We know what happened with the crazy, ridiculous dancing Christmas video. Now we've got <laughs> the creepy uncle reading. You know, twas the night before Christmas vibes. At some point in time, you just got to cut your losses and go. You know what? This is not. 
not really what we're good at. Let's go do something else. Right. Um, governing isn't what they're good at either, apparently. We're uh, good at getting cocaine in the White House. It's, it's a cocaine Christmas sure. at the White House. It's always a white Christmas uh, with the Biden administration. So uh, what we heard the news report that they're going to be going to the uh, Virgin Islands to celebrate the new year. The U.S. Virgin Islands US is Vir- where they're going to be. Because what, the, the beach in Delaware is too cold this time of year? It's true. How can how can I, <laughs> normally I would like to go to my beach house in Delaware, uh-huh. but but not at Christmas time because it's way too cold, so we'll go to the U.S. Virgin Islands instead. Yeah. We'll go anywhere that isn't Washington, D.C. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to take Hunter with him, sneak him on the on the plane with them like well they, they sneak him everywhere else why wouldn't he go on vacation maybe that's why they're going to the u.s virgin islands because hunter is probably not allowed to travel travel internationally as right. he is under indictment right and you Did don't he need to give up his passport you don't need a passport to get to the u.s virgin islands that's probably what kept them out of you know turks and caicos or or, or jamaica or any of the other caribbean <laughs> locations even well i mean the light of his love joe biden and you know maybe he himself even needs a break from hunter biden from and hunter biden you, a vacation drama, possibly. There's a a new poll out on Daily Mail revealing uh, the results of the Biden and Trump poll, which really matters. Um, which candidate would you want as a guest, and who would you trust to cook your dinner the most? And uh, okay, so let's take a look. Wait, at is this. this just Trump and Biden, or the other candidates in there as well? Uh, well, you've got don't know. So that's the, that's I guess, yep. the third option is, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, who would you have looking after your house while you were out of town on Christmas Day? 42% say Joe Biden to 41% Donald Trump. Uh, who, who would you prefer to make you Christmas dinner, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? The winner in that one, Donald Trump. Do you think either of these guys knows how to cook in the kitchen? Absolutely not. Neither really? of them have done. I mean, we know Donald Trump is the fast food king. Right. Uh, you know, if it's up to him, he's going to be ordering out, you know, Big Macs from McDonald's and, and, and that sort of thing. These are questions of competence for a large matter. I don't know how anyone thinks Biden is competent to watch your house. I guess the other side of that is you're fearful that Trump's just going to take everything uh-huh. out of your house, uh, maybe? Why, why would you... F- why? Okay, this next one. So we spent some time watching some movies over the past couple of days. Yeah, it was um, great. We watched uh, the Top Gun Maverick, which is fabulous. Again, I Again, forgot how great right? that movie is, and, and then so much fun. We watched um, pi- I, the first Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp. That was fantastic, right? wonderful. We watched a Harry Potter movie. Oh, right, the Harry Potter movie. Right. These um, are all like uh, movies that uh, of our daughter's childhood, except for Top Gun. But yeah, it was uh, it was good to kind of relive some of those with the three of us watching them. So. Um, uh, who would you pick to choose the family Christmas movie, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? More people said Donald Trump at 43% to Joe Biden's 39%. I can't even imagine which movies that they would pick. Again, it's a question of competence. I, you couldn't, you, I couldn't even you know rely on Joe Biden to pick any Christmas movie. Uh, who would you rather have host you for Christmas? Joe Biden or Donald Trump, and and Donald Trump won big time. In oh this yeah, category. Are you kidding me? Who doesn't want to go to Mar-a-Lago? Right? I'm going to go to Florida for Christmas. You'd rather go there than Delaware, and huh? Mar-a-Lago and, uh-huh. and beautiful and luxury and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's Trump's an easy out, winner. If you go hang out with Joe Biden, you'll have to go shopping with Hunter. Uh, Donald Trump won that one, and and finally, who would you rather get you a Christmas gift, Donald Trump or Joe Biden? 
Again, Trump. Trump is a, tr- yeah. Trump. Trump gives off that great gift giver vibes. Yeah. I might get a Mercedes if I go with Donald Trump. Something gold plated, right? I would get a, I, I, if I go with uh, Biden. I may get a, a lovely warm butterscotch. You get a bag of cocaine. Uh, <laughs> Joe Biden got thirty eight percent to Donald Trump's fifty two percent. So if you want a uh, president to get you a present, you definitely you you'd pick Donald Trump. Easy. It is twenty seven minutes after ten. You're listening to the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. Questions, comments, smart remarks, or whatever else you'd like to contribute. We do like hearing from you with your voicemails. It is 1033. You're listening to the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIBC. My name is Casey Daniels. Rob Kendall has the day off and uh, Jim Roberts, the dude, hanging out in the studio. All right, so we did get a couple phone calls and uh, a couple people wanted to complain. And we said, no, we're not going to air those today. Because, well, I I gather the voicemails. And if I didn't want to hear anybody complain today, guess what? They don't air. One of the interesting things are the voicemails that never make it on the air. That that should be, we should do a podcast about the voicemails that never make it on the air as Casey and I sit in the studio and screen them before the show. Well, there was one that was... uh, Every other word was a potty mouth word. <laughs> I thought there's... he was very, very worked up this he morning and, and, and had a lot of a lot, he, he he had a lot of words. I had a lot of words, and uh, they were not going to get edited, so he did not make it on the air. No. But this one did, and uh, this I I believe this is Mike. If uh, if I'm correct, that's his name, and he wanted to call and say something nice. Hi, Casey. This is Jeff. I actually just called you to tell you to enjoy your time off. Have a wonderful holiday. God bless you and the dude and your daughter and your family, as well as you know, Rob's family and <laughs> the newborn and, and, of course, Kevin. I think you're doing an excellent job. I've listened to WIBC for over 50 years. I've seen them come and go. Let's get you down from maybe six in the country to uh, the number one. Yeah. Appreciate everything that you guys stand for and everything that you do and how you enlighten everyone here when you are on the waves. Thank you, and I appreciate everything you guys do. That's a really nice and really heart- nice and heartfelt. Nice phone call. A couple things. Um, first of all, wow, he's got a good voice. I mean that was he, those were some he, he did solid have, pipes. Uh, he did have radio quality voice uh, voice uh, there. Uh, I mean that was uh, he sounded like he had just woke up, thrown back a cigarette and a cup of coffee, and was getting ready to narrate. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was good. Uh, nice, uh, nice pipes. But he said uh, he's been listening to WIBC for fifty years. Now that is a commitment. And he was talking about how uh, he'd like to see us go from six to number one. Of course, uh, Barrett News Media ranks. Uh, the different radio stations across the country, yeah, yeah. and they placed this very radio station, WIBC, at sixth 
in the nation and uh, quite an honor from them. But uh, like our, our phone call said, yeah, I'd like to see us go from six to number one as well. That's a nice Christmas wish. And that is, that's, but that's the whiplash that we're talking about. We had, we're listening to voicemails, had this guy that was like, oh, nice Christmas wishes. Everything's uh-huh. wonderful, fun. Next voicemail, nothing but F-bombs. <laughs> you never, hey, all right. Hey. Okay. You never know what you're going to get. Um, but uh, quite a, quite a nice sentiment. And uh, he wished us a Merry Christmas and, uh, uh, what did you think, Jim? How'd we do yesterday? I know we're, we're both a little, a little uh, struggling. Today. We had, we had a uh, that, uh, that flu hit us. We had a, a daughter that came home from school and and didn't. It was, she wasn't the only thing. Herself wasn't the only thing she brought home from Purdue University. She it brought was, something with her, and it's like you know. I talked to Matt Hiblin, uh, who's got a son who's at Purdue for the. He's a freshman this year, and I told him it's like they're back in daycare when your kids go to college because when they come home they bring all sorts of colds and flus and gross stuff with them and every gets everybody in the house well, sick. Well, th- this virus that she brought home from Purdue had a it had, 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 it had masters a master's degree <laughs> in virality or whatever because it, it just it, there's been nothing going on at our household for the last three days um, except for a lot of tissues uh-huh. and uh, a lot of cold medication yeah. and movies and that's been about it we didn't even cook a christmas dinner last night that's how bad that's how sick everyone in our household was there was no christmas eve dinner nope. there was no christmas day dinner nope. it was just kind of soup we barely wrapped it. the presents at one point and they were li- literally wrapped at the last minute the last minute there was an agreement among the we three just, of us we the two of us and our daughter that was you know what we're all sick we're all miserable let's just not wrap the presents it's okay for this one year but but you couldn't do it. You I couldn't could, do it. Couldn't you were like, it. no. Even though you agreed to it, we could, all agreed that uh-huh. we're not gonna. We're all sick. We're miserable. We're on death's doorstep. We're not gonna wrap presents. And at the last minute, you just couldn't go. You're like, I'm, 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 I'm getting up. I'm getting out of bed. Going downstairs. I'm wrapping all the presents. It just looked pathetic, you know, with all the Amazon packages. <laughs> That's all it were. Just stacks of Amazon packages right. all I, unwrapped. I felt like, no, we can do better than that. So, we can at least wrap. I bought the wrapping paper we're at least gonna wrap the presents so that was so after the the christmas of illness the zika virus or pig flu or whatever it is that's run rampant through our house it was very nice to have that voicemail there wishing us uh wishing us all the best yeah maybe we'll have a really awesome new year's fingers crossed <laughs> something's got to change here okay so uh we were talking about do you remember the story about uh tom brady and it wasn't actually about tom brady it was about a woman who got pictures printed and when she picked them up at the CVS, there were pictures of Tom Brady yes. in her selection. Yes, Tom Brady's personal photos got mixed in with this woman's photos at CVS. Right, yes. and I kind of posed the question at some point during the conversation, like, who's printing off pictures anymore? Because everybody's got, you know, the digital copies on their phone, and are people still printing off pictures at Walgreens or CVS and uh, somebody wanted to call and tell me the answer is yes. Hi Casey, this is Cindy Hackett. I'm commenting on your thoughts when you said you didn't know anybody printed pictures anymore. Well, we had a wonderful engagement party for our son back in June and I did over 300 pictures that I made um, so that every table would have a nice gallery Uh, pictures to look at because they didn't know much about what our son and um, what their life has evolved in and didn't know the the 
bride to be. So I thought that was kind of a cool idea. And then I just found an old, old picture of my husband in high school making an incredible jump for a basketball that no one had ever seen anybody jump so high. And uh, he just turned 75, and I had a bunch of those pictures made and had them sitting on the table and going to give them to my our three sons. So, yeah, I still copy. Oh, I have... I can't handle just having all my pictures on the phone. And I think it's sad that people don't have more pictures displayed of their loved ones in their homes because that's what makes a home a home, seeing wonderful events and uh, stories of their family because it's just such a fun thing to ask questions about where that was taken and blah, blah, blah. So, yes, I'm one of those that still go to CVS or Walgreens and print, print, print. But have a great day and love your show. You're doing a great job, by the way. Well, Rob's gone. I just love hearing you. Take care. Oh, that was a nice phone call. I remember one year for Mother's Day, you printed off pictures for me. Yeah, I, I've always, when digital cameras first started getting big and when everybody had pictures on their phones, I was not an early adopter of that. I, and I still miss having physical pictures. There's yeah. something There's something that makes the photo more special and makes that memory more special by, by holding that printed photograph on your hand as opposed to, you know, you know swiping them on your phone and that sort of stuff so yeah. so i salute you uh, appreciate that you're the one still out there printing them and and certainly making up for a lot of the rest of us 300 photographs she printed I know, off at that's CBS. a lot hopefully no, she had a coupon that, that's right that's a <laughs> they do lots of coupons at yeah. walgreens for that sort of stuff but yes i'm still glad that people are out there printing photos and and it inspires me to want to go out there and and print off more photographs because i don't do it as often as i should she brought up a good point though that probably uh gets people talking a little bit more like where where was this? When did this happen? Because it's very easy just to swipe when it's on your phone. But when it's something you're holding in your hand, you spend more time with it. Absolutely. And you it's, it's, know it, more about the history of it. The photos on the phone, and, and they're great. And there's some aspects of it. They're, fo- they're you know, we, we capture moments that we never would have captured before if we all didn't have this great high tech camera in our, in our, in our, in our pockets and that sort of thing but you do miss out on something by having that physical printed copy and it does make it it does make it better and and i need to do more of that all right uh we did get a letter that i wanted to share and this is from james he's our friend at the uh plainfield uh correctional facility uh he wrote a song and he did it (laughs) to the uh the 12 days of christmas however you know you know he's a fan he likes. He he's, likes. Casey he's a Daniels. big fan of yours. Yep. I don't know that he's a fan of the show so much as that he is a Casey Daniels fan. That's been made clear. Yep. Uh, and his holiday song is the Twelve Days of Casey Daniels, <laughs> rather than the uh, Twelve Days not, of not Christmas. The, not the t- not the Twelve Days of the Kendall and Casey show. Nope. Not the Twelve Days of Rob Kendall. Nope. The Twelve Days of Casey Daniels. Yep. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Casey Daniels in an apple tree. Wait, wait, he mixed it up a little bit. Uh Uh, On the second day, uh, my true love gave to me Casey Daniels on WIBC. Nice. Uh, On the third day, uh, his true love gave to him Casey Daniels on the air twice in one day. Now, I don't know what that means. I'm confused by that. Um, He's asking his true love to give him uh, another person. Yeah. James, I don't quite understand. Uh, On the fourth day of Christmas, his true love gave to him Casey Daniels in the Indiana governor's seat to stay. (laughs) James James thinks I'd be a good governor. No, normally people are uh, begging for Rob to run for governor, and now you've got somebody begging for you to run for governor. That's Um, nice. Not going to happen. On the fifth day of Christmas, uh, let's see. Oh, 
Casey Daniels came through the drive-thru at Taco Bell where I work. That could actually happen because we do frequent the Taco Bell. I do a nice, like a nice crunch wrap uh-huh. supreme. Um, all right. Now, this is where we're... Now, keep in mind, James is the one who sent me the list of magazines that he wanted for Christmas, which I... Right, and, and James... Decided it, we're not appropriate. James is currently residing inside of a correctional facility in mm-hmm. Plainfield, yes. Yeah, uh, On the and, and this is the last one I'm going to go to, but he says, on the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a photo of Casey Daniels tank-topped and mini-skirted. I didn't know... The, I like that he made those verbs. <laughs> tank-topped tank and mini-skirted. And mini-skirted. Well, you you didn't give him the skin magazines he wanted. Nope, I didn't. So uh, he's not getting the tank-topped or the mini-skirted either. You're okay with that, right? <laughs> no comment. I've been on the sidelines this enti- <laughs> for this entire James saga. Uh-huh. I have been on the sidelines. Do you have any thoughts or comments? He's a big fan of yours, uh-huh. and many people are. I'm a big fan of yours, oh. uh, and and I, I didn't write you a 12 Days of Christmas. No, you didn't. I didn't, so uh, <laughs> quit showing me up, James. <laughs> no, you didn't write me a song, 12 Days of Christmas, but what you did do was put a cold washcloth on my forehead when <laughs> I was feeling Tried well. to keep you from vomiting in the middle of the night. <laughs> you did do that. Yeah, yeah. It is 1045. It's the... Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Kendall and Casey Show, it's 93 WIBC. Good morning, 10 minutes in front of 11. It is the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIBC. My name is Casey Daniels. Rob Kendall has the day off and the dude, Jim Roberts, joining me in the studio. Did you hear about this uh, baker who's vying for the title of the greatest baker? This is fun. Uh, Her name is Casey Morgan and she's the owner of Casey's Cakes. I like it already. I do too. And her name has nothing to do with the reason why we're telling you about this story. Uh, Beloved baker in Muncie. But uh, she entered this baking competition presented by Cake Boss and... Uh, she achieved first place in the top 20 bakers in the initial round. And now she's going to be competing in subsequent rounds for a chance to represent Muncie and also claim the grand prize, which is $10,000. 10 grand. Yeah. And you get to meet Buddy the Cake Boss from the uh, from the TV show Cake Boss. Yep. And, and she could have her work showcased in... Uh, Scratch, bake from scratch magazine as well. I wonder if she'll put a recipe in there. Probably not, because that's the sort of thing you keep secret. Some people do, although some 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 bakers and chefs are proud to share their recipes. It's that that seems that seems kind of an outdated thing to kind of hoard your recipe and not share it. That seems like some you know grandma from the forties you know doesn't share her yeah. you know you know her pumpkin pie recipe with anybody. I don't know. I, I, it's I, working I, for KFC, isn't it? It is 11, 11 herbs and spices in that secret recipe. Okay, yeah. I guess. And, and Coca-Cola isn't sharing the recipe. They've got that locked up in some safety deposit box somewhere, too. Yeah. But, but individuals and that sort of stuff, it seems like that's from a bygone era where, yeah. you, where you don't share um, recipes anymore. But good luck to her. I hope she wins. That'd be amazing. Ten grand. That's yeah. huge. Our uh, news gathering partners at Wish TV, they spoke with Casey. 
Uh, well, I've been doing it for 10 years, mm -hmm. and I started because I had my son's first birthday, and I honestly couldn't really afford to like buy him a cake, so I just made it, and it was really bad. But I, <laughs> but I thought it was really good at the time, and I just kept trying and practicing, and eventually got to where I am. So, was it bad in taste or just in look or um, all the? I above? mean, it just—I feel like it kind of looked bad at the time. It looks great to me, but looking back, it's kind of scary. Okay, so then how do you get to this point, right? right? Where um, you go from this was bad to I'm a, a potential best baker well, in the world. Ten years and lots of YouTube, like YouTube school is what yeah. I would always call it, and um, just kind of like joining Facebook groups and like seeing what other people are doing and trial and error. You do that a lot. I, 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 tell you, I, could, I could change the transmission on a 63 Ford strictly from YouTube how-to videos. My entire book of knowledge in uh -huh. my head as an adult is based off of how-to videos on YouTube. What did we do you were watching on YouTube? Oh, how to do soft pretzels and the homemade cheese sauce. Right. That is one thing that we did over the over the, over the the weekend and the holidays, made homemade homemade pretzels. Homemade and, soft pretzels. And, and, and cheese sauce. And yeah, that all came from a YouTube video. It, yeah. it, it's, it's the great greatest repository of how-to information in the history of humankind. And, and I'm glad to see that Casey from Casey's Cakes has uh, leveraged it, it as well. And I love the fact, I know we've got a ton of listeners in Muncie, so it would be great if, if, if somebody from Muncie that has been there can go there and maybe give us a report on Casey's Cakes. Oh, I'm sure they're delicious. She's got a whole shop. Of course it's good stuff, it's Fabulous. Right? Yeah. Um, let's talk about this article in the uh, Indiana Capital Chronicle. And uh, this is uh, our friend of the show, Nikki Kelly, wrote this. And it's my Christmas wish list for Indiana and there's a few things on here that she says that she would like one is a fair resolution to the water pipeline controversy and <laughs> well I uh, that, that that's going to be a while. This is quite a wish list, by the way. This is this is like beyond. Uh -huh. a do what do I want for Christmas? She's shooting for the moon. Good for Nikki Kelly. Shooting for the moon you, on all these things. To. But man, th th she's these are these are these are all miracles. It seems like uh, this one I think is really interesting because she says she wants a substantive governor's race with detailed plans and discussions, and this starts with avoiding national issues that have no place in the race for the state's top office. And she even says such as China and border security. We talk about this all the time. And people have even called and said, why is Mike Braun talking about the border? And the only answer that I've been able to give is because when people are asked about uh, issues in polls, border security always comes at number two on the list after the economy. So, but that's again a national poll. So she's saying here on her wish list that she wants uh, the national issues set aside and wants the governors to focus strictly on state issues. Yeah, Mike Braun's talking about it because it's politics mm -hmm. and because he knows being for border security is a game winner. I mean, you are going to garner votes if you talk about that, regardless of whether or not the duties of the governor of Indiana have anything to do with securing the border. She also said on her wish list, this is uh, an article that Nikki Kelly wrote, her uh, Christmas wish list for Indiana, a smooth election season, a do-no-harm mm. legislative session, and this one I have to mention, can Continued exploration of a great state, and she mentions the narrated videos that we've been playing on this program from Eric Holcomb. I'm glad she, I can't wait till Rob gets back from vacation. We can get back to those Eric Holcomb videos. <laughs> it's the Kendall and Casey Show. It's 93 WIBC. A time to heal, a time to laugh, a time.